Hello, uh, people of the internet. It is I, uh, your favorite have, or your favorite podcasting duo, Luis Jimenez. Welcome to a not so serious podcast. I would say the tagline, but I forgot, so let's move on. On today's episode, I I don't know. I am just recording something, and I got bored, so I may or may not publish this. So here we go. Quarantine. Um. So yeah, the quarantine. It's pretty pretty ass, if you ask me. Um, it's very ironic that uh, I'm here pretending that uh, quarantine is an introvert's favorite word since it's uh, COVID-19, so I don't want to say the word, so then I'll be censored. <clears throat> it should be a heaven uh, made on earth. Just the fact that we're just going to be here for quite a while. And, um, yeah, avoid social interaction. But, wow, did I forget that I love having people around, and especially my friends. And that is pretty just ballsy to even assume that uh, I miss them. I miss the fuck out of those fuckers. And I, I know that... Uh, a lot of you are missing your friends, missing the interaction, missing the, uh, just having a good time. But just the fact that we're just going to have to stay here for longer than anticipated. It sucks. It's ass. But, you know, can only do so much. Um, I've been doing all right, I guess. Um, if you're coming from the last, uh, episode um yeah like i've been feeling uh fine you know uh, dentro de um i think it was very important for me to do that episode and i'm quite proud of that episode even if it's just 31 minutes of me just talking about one of my best friends the entire world and and just Losing him so early. Because, of course, you're not going to think, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to have this friend for X amount of years, and, you know, that'll be it. Like, oh, okay. This is where the the path st- stops. But, no, like, it, uh, it was quite devastating. And uh, the comments after that, uh, privately, have been uh, overwhelmingly uh, positive, uh, so them could relate, and just lending out a helping hand in, in, in these times where, you know, social distancing and um, this quarantine that it's it's going to be there in a while. It's going to be the new norm for the next couple months, and having that support group and knowing that I have them uh, to this day uh, keeps me moving forward and keeps me grounded that I have great friends that I could trust and you know uh, life moves on the memory of him will never uh, die and and that for me it's something that'll that'll stick by to the day I die so uh, thank you everybody who listened to it and 
maybe have talked to me about it, uh, share some stories of, about yourselves. And, and that, that, that to me uh, is something that I would like to touch upon uh, once this uh, crisis gets slowly resolved. Uh, initially, I wanted to make a sort of remembrance on him because I, I did wanted to make the episode around uh, when he died uh, coincide with that uh, year anniversary and um, it's gonna have a, another friend of mine who was very like one of the original six in, in my eyes the original six of my little family uh, that she lives we were basically neighbors um, so I was gonna have her by and uh, talk about him little bit and enter the talk of mental health and you know sharing our struggles with it our uh, uphill battles that we've had uh, internally and uh, it just create a space of of talk because I feel like mental health is not as um, covered mostly media or, or anywhere because hey just suck it up man like life ain't that bad so it it created a, a, a weird thing that I wanted to do and um, sadly we couldn't get it um, but at the same time I, I did want it to talk about him so I managed to get a sense of control and come into the studio which is the room that we record and um, lay it out there for 31 minutes and I don't regret it not one second and I, I really felt like in a way I was talking to him about him to people that were listening and and that to me uh, put me at peace put me at ease that wow I may never see him in person ever again I know that I'll I'll see him soon in heaven when my time is up and um, to me I'm looking forward to that but as of right now I'm going to live my life Having him in my in my memories, and having my support group there with me, and even if we drift apart, I, I will make sure to be a presence, even when when life just, uh, f quite frankly, just moves on. So, having said that, you know, I wanted to take this small moment. To appreciate uh the comments and appreciate anyone who listened to it uh really grateful for that guys so really this episode if you want to call it or just at least rambling to a mic for an x amount of minutes or slash hour um yeah quarantine uh that shit's been pretty out of control i feel like th uh, this thing's gonna get worse and worse we have no one else 
to blame but ourselves. But at the same time, this should be a learning experience for everyone to practice proper hygiene. I feel like while hygiene has been uh, has been uh, has been a uh, you know there, of course we know hygiene, but I feel like we sometimes just uh, neglect it. I feel like subconsciously, like we don't think of like, oh, I'm not gonna wash my hands. I'm just gonna leave. It's just, oh, I, I didn't get, it. I didn't get too dirty, so like I can just go out of my way or just I'll run some water on my hands and yeah, germs are gonna go away. But uh, no, it's not the case, not the case at all. And um, I feel like proper hygiene has to be uh in the center of it all. So the uh, Smash community is grieving already because hygiene has got to be the w number one thing they have to address when this thing is over. Um, the smelly Smash player, Smash pro player, um, at the very least, needs to have two sticks of Irish Spring Axe Body Spray. I don't care. But Smash communities in general, Smash cons... Uh, Smash tournaments in general after this. Holy shit. Even if it's an unwritten rule, the rule has to be you all need to fucking like get some proper hygiene. You fucking dumbasses. Ah <laughs> oh, man. But um Yeah. Hygiene. Pretty cool. Um let's see what else I can talk about. I really this is why I need OJ. OJ is the one with the ideas. I'm just here for the long run. Um, I haven't said to him, like, uh, one of the best things on this podcast format or just, like, podcasting in general is just not doing it alone because doing it alone is just numbstakenly, like, exhausting because you don't have the audience. And since you're basically alone, you have to entertain yourself for quite a amount of time so that way it can be good so the fact that i'm alone and i will be for the next couple of weeks if not probably up until june or july when this shit probably slows down maybe so i mean it's uncertain at this point so it's gonna be a quite a while since i will see him in person and we can both physically be in one room and record so i have to do the best of my abilities to do whatever the fuck i could do so um, I think the best thing that I that I have kept myself busy. Most of it is just sleeping, but busy nonetheless. Um, I felt quite uh, motivated to do music on my own and actually like composing it to ex to an extent of. This is what I'm writing, and this is what I'm, you know, playing. This sounds good and whatnot. So. It kept me pumped up to do something, to do a little EP maybe, if you could call it. But since I'm no singer, it's just mostly going to be just like music music. So I guess Beethoven, but 2020. Because <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. And First of all, and I, I think I should address this, 
Um, I'm no songwriter at all. I, it's very, I guess, ironic that I'm a musician but do not know how to songwrite. You know what? There's actual people that don't know how to songwrite. <laughs> it's just, it's a thing. It's, it's a real thing. And I'm one of them, at least for now. And is it only just stems from the fact that I um I don't know how to express myself in words. If I it, if it makes a little bit of sense, like I'll try and explain it. So I can write a music track. I can write thirty seconds of something. Just play it, and I'm like, okay, great. So what am I feeling? And then I go to my emotions and, and maybe my uh, my mood will set in as I'm recording the track. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's like upbeat. Oh, yeah, like it's it's, it's melodic. It's, uh, it's almost like a dance feel or some some people who, who heard snippets of it. Soundtrack. I'm like, okay, so soundtrack. Hmm. Well, I'm no... Uh, I'm no movie composer but mm, I guess so I and one thing that I feel that I have have in retrospect is that I I do have very different elements and it really just stems from the fact that I do not want to feel like I'm playing the same fucking thing most of the time so I just write whatever the fuck I want to write so yeah, like, when I write music, I just don't think too much of words. I think of feeling of the melody of a very, even almost theoretic vision of the musical composition that I'm making. So I don't have, I feel like I don't, I don't have the words to express what I'm writing, what I'm playing. And... Like, can I rhyme a... Can I do almost like a... I'm trying to find the band. Fuck. Okay, so... The band from Pumped Up Kids... Kicks. Okay, so... Anyone knows that that song... Is very... Upbeat... Pop? Right? But if you... Like, if you read the lyrics, it's like very fucking dark. And even just... The lyrics and like the voice in general, like how they sang it, it's very dis the, the uh distorted and very dis uh like almost uh bad in a way. Like it, like we're having a melody that is upbeat, yeah, youthful, rebellion, I guess. To holy shit, this is fucking depressing. <laughs> so I don't have that ability to do that because. I don't think it would make any sense. So I just rather let the melody play it out. And whatever the fuck you feel, probably that's the thing. I don't know. I don't have like a genre. And that's, and that's one thing that I I guess I'm feeling a little bit inadequate with my music taste. Because my music taste is, there's a lot of variety. There's rock and in, in, in or the orientation for me is mostly rock. And that's, I guess, the base of my existence. And I have no shame about that. But over the years, jazz has been incorporated, blues has been incorporated, and just because pop music in general has very variations of 
different elements of music, I can't really go and say pop in general because if I tell you what pop is, by definition, it's just what's popular in the now. So obviously, right now, I, I, I guess Ariana Grande does one thing. Rihanna's one thing. Lady Gaga's one thing. Taylor Swift is like you know what I mean. Like there's so many different artists with different genres within pop music that I can't really just say, oh yeah, like I have a variation of like rock and jazz and pop. I'm like okay, but pop can be anything really. Like pop, at one point pop was EDM. Skrillex, anyone? So to me, I I, I just do music, keeping in mind that I have this wide variety of music available to me so i just play what i feel it sounds pretty cool at the time and um, i have this one that i really feel like it may be something great if i if i do it right but i i know that that's i feel like it's such an very wide optimism in my end because i try to not be too optimistic to a point where I'm delusional and I feel like I'm going to win a Grammy after this or shit like that. But I also don't want to be too pessimistic to the point where I do not do anything about it and I just have myself say, it's not worth it. Go fuck yourself. Just stop doing what you're doing. It's never going to work out. So my motivation from this is just having energy and 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 a drive for me to do this while I know that it's not that it's just a building block to what I want to be doing so as of right now I've written four maybe five mm, compositions there's two in particular that seem done um, but I'm but I'm like you know putting the finishing touches or maybe some things I, I, I play on my guitar that doesn't quite feel good, so I just re-record it or go back at it and stuff like that. I did one cover for Green Day because that's, that's one of the first things I did when I boot up a GarageBand since I barely didn't even, pl I didn't even use GarageBand so I didn't know how to, I didn't have a recording uh, software. I, I mean, the GarageBand is the software, but I didn't have like a hardware to like plug in my guitar and stuff like that so you know this christmas i i i wanted myself to do something about it do something creative in my own spare time and now that we have a lot of spare time why not do something you know and and sure i mean my my, my university restarted the semester again and you know i got my homeworks and stuff but like have a lot of time in my hands so yeah then why not like do something with this so i uh i've done it and i've i've felt very comfortable having a little bit of space having a little bit of um creative juices flowing having myself and only myself to see what what's good what feels right um what mood i'm setting and it, it it's a nice way of feeling productive and, and, and I feel like I've done that through these compositions and, and they're very different from, from each other 
Because again, I try not to make it as one fucking thing. But uh, so far, so good, I would say. So one in particular, which I'll just name it Liftoff. Liftoff started actually last week while uh while just starting with this whole quarant like starting up another two weeks so it was the end of the second week of quarantine then hey we're gonna have another one so i kind of knew the imminent was in was you know is imminent that we're not gonna get out so i was like well i guess i gonna be here for the next two weeks or probably even more than this so what else and I did lift off mainly because I use GarageBand but the cool thing now is that there's logic uh, free for 90 days so that was cool for Apple and I downloaded it on my MacBook Air 2015 it's the 11 inch it's like the base model it has four gigs and it's running but holy shit does it it's slow at times and can crash but i'm persistent enough to write to compose it even throughout this and i feel very proud about that so what i did was i linked up or basically booted my garage band files put it into logic because it can do that which i'm amazed so I got all the shit from from what I did in GarageBand, put it onto Logic, and I have even more like patches and more sounds and stuff. So I started, you know, dabbling, and Liftoff became something more than I thought, and it quickly went from a basically because I see this is why I don't I need OJ because he can bring order into my words, but. I'm just going to put a little pause here. I use Apple Loops. So if y'all don't understand what that is, when you're writing something on Logic or in GarageBand, you have this setting called Apple Loops. Apple Loops is just that. Loops of sounds. People just did something for probably six, eight times, 16 times, 32 bars or stuff like that. And you, you know, copy paste it. You put it on your... Uh, uh, work work file and it's gonna do that you can uh, repeat the same thing all over and over or uh, distinct things you can change the the tone and whatever anyways most of the things I don't do it at myself I just use Apple loops uh, obviously change the tone where I feel more comfortable and which tone I, I like it to be um, it auto does that like for itself in the, uh, within the file that I'm writing and I just like you know, I hear it, I feel the groove of it, I like it, and then I'll just methodically just have the next 30 minutes just listening over and over again and until I feel like it's it's something cool and something good. So with Apple Loops, most of the composition that I've done and, and I felt like it's been a composition because I've used those uh, loops and um, because I don't have a studio it's just little old me of uh, 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 focus right um scarlet 2i2 musical stuff musical interface musical interface <laughs> fuck uh, my guitar with me uh a little meaty 
and a little MIDI piano, and, and that's it. And I just, you know, make something up. But within my limitations, Apple Loops kind of creates this, fills this hole, that's what she said, and um, just, I, I can make more. I can have drum beats, I can have tambourines, pat mallets, all types of things, man. Like, I, I could go on, but it's just a lot of sounds that I could use. Uh, it doesn't feel, and, and then you won't feel like, oh man, you're like copying from someone else. Like, it really isn't. I just use the loops and then I just create something. So, this one in particular, um, which again, lift off. Um, one of the loops that I found on the sound effects category, and it's just people, it, it, it goes from, I don't know, man, like from the simplest of doing this to people saying numbers in their in Chinese and French and English, Spanish and stuff like that. And I found one in particular, which is, and I did not know this was something like I could do. And it even in the software is the countdown from the Apollo 11 um, thing mission. And it was interesting that it was there. And I felt kind of cool because at, at the top of my head, I heard this loop a while ago. I was like, oh, man, I would like to use that in like a song because it, you know, it counts it out. And I thought it was pretty cool. And um, I started with that uh, countdown. And slowly but surely, I found the beat, the feeling of it. As I progressed, then it turned out to almost be a, it's as of now, five minutes and 20 seconds. So it's my longest. Jesus, I'm so. Don't want your item when you're like eight right now. My bad. So many tangents in this fucking thing, but it's just me. So you have to stick with that. So yeah, feeling a little gassy. Sorry about that. Too much information. Back to liftoff. Yes, Apollo 11 countdown starts, starts the song and. From there, I it's something cool. Like I'm, I'm even impressed that you know I can be this creative. And on this one in particular, most of the things that I've done have been with loops, just basically repeating the same stuff all over and over. Like even this intro for this podcast, I made it on GarageBand and did the loops, and I just you know play a little here and there. And it's just uh. Having the feel, having having the beat, and knowing where you want to go from from which point you want to go. Like I think of the verse, the chorus, the bridge, and so far so forth on this song, even though it doesn't have lyrics, but I can I can sense when I can have a drop in in, in stuff, a, a a crescendo of of sounds into having everyone just play. A, you know, go full bang. It's it's a process that I felt more comfortable as I kept fucking around and just hearing sounds too many times and saying, "No, oh, this one would go here and this one will not." No, there's many times that I put like many track upon track upon tracks and just layer after layer, and I feel like, "Nah, this is too many," and I just take it out, or I can put it in one bar oh here you go and 
I've began to feel more focused on what's my next move with music. At first, it was just music. It was just, can I record and can I play and actually sell? So the performance aspect was like the main thing in my life. But as I have grown, grew old, as I've grown older, I'm 24, fourth year of me, bachillerato. There's many aspects that I've learned through my great professors to branch out into music. Music really isn't what you see on stage. It's the producers back backstage. It's the mixers backstage. It's a production team, sound editing, sound mixing, everything. And I and I love to be in the in you in the world of music. And I've thought to myself, all right, then let me produce my own music. Let me write my own music. Let me make it in my house. Like I don't need as of now, I don't need some someone here to write it for me. I can do it myself. I have a laptop. I have a very capable one. A little outdated, but capable one. Got a music interface that I bought for myself. So I invested in doing my own stuff. And I'm capable enough to do this. So these few little projects that I've done on GarageBand and now Logic it has brought me a little... It's joyful a little optimism of what's next for my life and for, for my future and what what can I actually prove to others that I could be another one in their in their in their arsenal of, of great artists and, and great music people that that, that, that can be worked with and I, I would love to work with many many people like I, I think of Bad Bunny a lot of times and think hey man like that'll be pretty sick to like work with Bad Bunny because I'm, I'm like that I, I like to make music and why I bring Bad Bunny to this now is just influences happened any time. I, I think to myself back when I was 12, 11 probably. And if he would know the type of music that I listened to and, and, and being this open, I guess, to music, man, I would have hated myself because I, I was a pure rocker. Like, I still see some of mine cringy Facebook posts of like rock is life and people say it's demonic but reggaeton is demonic and stuff like that you know like I was, I was just being uh as a kid obviously but uh I have this little innocence of oh you know rock is great because that's my passion it's my joy and being a little emo probably so as I grew older and and, and got exposed more into music not just a subgenre of music, but just music in general. Um, brought me more joy because it, it, for the first time ever, I know that there's so many opportunities that I could do, and executing them to perfection requires more influences it cannot be just one artist or one genre that you think that's gonna get you the bread and butter as most people say it 
evolution has to happen. And with the point of Bad Bunny is the guy can... The guy put trap, and I personally, I feel like he is the king of trap. Many people can think otherwise. To me, no siendo tanto fan de El Trap, again, I just listen to it from afar, and I know many of the artists. Right now, he has put it on the map uh, that no one ever thought. And, again, this isn't the uh, part of this episode of Yo Mamandome a Baboni. Please, no. La novia lo hace por él. So, for me, I'm just saying the guy would be very great for me to have my little brain and 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 absorb more of his shit even though you may think oh he just put something up and it sounds good and whatever dude the the fact that this guy can at least make it a boppable song and people will like it and and this man can do it man can do it man can can actually bring up the hype and live to it and you know have uh have great people to work with I think that nobody would ever thought of him playing or singing with Drake with Mark Anthony with the you're thinking with Shakira with JLo in the uh Super Bowl so listen many people would hate and, and like, oh, but he's not that talented and stuff like that. Like, uh, listen, and here's another thing that I need to address now that I have you here. And if you made it into the part of the video, we'll get ready because, I mean, I'm just going to explore on the stuff like this. Um, I'm having a, a, a tough realization on when do people just started hating on success. Like, what? what is this? Why are we hating or why are we um, dismissing someone's success all of a sudden? So, I can understand that Bad Bunny wasn't the first one to put this drag in uh, just Yo Quería, Yo Perreo Sola. The video, as of right now, has been blowing up for him. And uh, he, basically, we saw Benita. And uh, boy, did my penis became quite confused yet aroused. I will not lie. But why are we just assuming, oh, but he's not the first. Stop saying that he's a trendsetter. Do you not know who Freddie Mercury is? Yes, I know who Freddie Mercury is. And he's also greatly appreciated in music. We're not dismissing him because Bad Bunny did it first. It's not just that. But he did it. And I mean, that's not a knock on Freddie at all. Bro, Freddie, in my eyes, I feel like Freddie, I would understand why Freddie would be like something of a bigger impact because at the time it's a big no-no right now it's more accepting than the 80s i will say that but fine good that's fine why are we having too much Th another thing i feel like 
I would understand the other side of, why, of, of the Freddy side, I guess, is people put too much emphasis on, like, one thing that an artist can do. Like, oh, my God, look at, look at him. So thoughtful, so woke. <laughs> He's just making music, proving a point. You don't have to jerk him off too much. I understand. But please. They're just entertainers with a message. Just take it. Don't overblow this. It's just that, all right? Which I feel like uh, fandoms can, can uh, elevate a person to greater heights. And I understand that. So with with hating on success, I feel like it's, it's a very conundrum of a, like, I don't want him succeeding because there's so many others. Okay. But that's tough still. So, listen, I I highly support my local scene, Fulminator, Chasing Nomads. Well, I have two, but there's so many. Fuck. Corre Forest, Evilogio. Shit. Listen, I just got exposed to the scene like a year and a half ago, but still, the fact remains. Caracena, hay talento. Hay talento. The worst part about Talento is that it is not. And sorry to burst your bubble if someone's hearing this. It is not the only thing that gets you money, pussy, and fame. Talento, or talent, if you're from English-speaking uh, people, uh, countries. Talento. Se puede decir que es el 10% de lo que uno hace en la industria. Bad Bunny tiene ese 10% de talento. Es ok. Entonces, ¿el 90% qué es? El 90% es deducido con que un 60% viene siendo su brand, el marketing team que es de él, la manera en cómo se expresa, la manera en cómo se viste y el mensaje que él quiere traer y un 30% las conexiones las conexiones que ha estado poco a poco manteniendo acumulando durante estos tres años cuatro años que él lleva cantando desde SoundCloud por ahí so y más aquí en Puerto Rico donde esta escena local y déjame aclarar, la escena local en sentido de cómo um, administran las bandas originales. No estoy contando cover porque, ajá, that's like the only one fucking thing que hay aquí. Que todos, todos son covers. So, la escena. Ro, eh, hard Rock. El local, la respuesta, Luce de Siete. Handelbar. Uh, Many others, y estoy contando los de Metro, pues eso es lo que me recuerdo, pero hay otra, otros locales en la isla. La manera en cómo ellos administran a las bandas up and coming, bandas locales, bandas con contenido original, es una pura mierda. Es una pura mierda. Y aquí es donde voy a que me empuda que aquí 
we boast about having so much talent. Ah, diablo, Bad Bunny, pero ¿sabes quién más? Acho Ricky Martin. Lera de aquí. Menudo, papi, él empezó aquí. Y mira qué astro boricua que Como quiero. Necesitaba las conexiones para que él tuviese un buen, una buena carrera. ¿Y esas conexiones dónde están? En the US of A. Por más que yo pueda odiar a Estados Unidos con una pasión y pues tengo mi desacuerdo, muchos artistas van allá afuera. Muchos artistas buscan otros artistas estadounidenses. Buscan libros estadounidenses. Porque aquí no se aprecia el arte como se supone. Y no es que tampoco quiera decir que Estados Unidos también aprecia su arte, porque allá también tiene sus, sus pendejas. Pero, y maybe esto sea like an apathetic bullshit that they may have on us. I don't know this for sure, obviously. Pero vamos allá afuera por un propósito. Porque aquí no lo, ha, no lo van a hacer por nosotros. Aquí la atención no lo van a dar. Siempre es la misma mierda over and over again. Y aquí es donde voy, donde el talento aquí se hace irrelevante. O sea, entonces, como tú te aplicas o tú te reinventas en una en un arte donde it's stacking up against you. But usa Instagram, usa Twitter. Um, y está hablando de música en general, pero también estoy aquí también pensando en artes como bailes, danza, eh, actuación, comedia, y más aquí comedia, donde aquí la comedia... Oh boy, la comedia aquí, ¿qué te puedo decir de esa comedia de aquí? Donde yo pueda ver la misma mierda y el mismo concepto cinco mil fucking veces y aquí se lo tragan como si eso fuese la primera vez que había escuchado un chiste así de Mongo. Pero dicen, wow, that's hilarious. So, arte como tal, aquí lo hay. Arte como tal, se ve, no se aprecia. Yo creo que aquí, el issue que a veces veo es, are we going to knock on someone else's like fortune to be at what they are because it is not the person that you wanted to be on like the one that that succeeded i see many people not liking bad bunny de aquí porque ah es más de lo mismo ah porque él hay otros mejores de otros géneros yo entiendo eso perfectamente pero tampoco no puedo pensar que porque no me gusta ese género automáticamente tengo que odiarlo no tengo que respetarlo y sus decisiones artísticas pues no son a la par con la mía pal carajo eso puñeta ¿sabes? esta noción de que todo tiene que ser a tu manera y tiene que ser una manera tan casi 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 mamándole a alguien un bicho para que por lo menos te den algo de satisfacción carones no es eso es que aunque verdad no sabemos tantas historias yo no las sé mucho pero él ha pasado por esos procesos cortos de 
ir a SoundCloud, tener esa fama, tener esa mini local scenery y poco a poco encontrar sus conexiones. Por eso digo que el 30% es la conexión. De ese, o sea, recapitulando, bien esto, 100%, 10% es el talento. Este 90% que falta, 60% marketing, brand, the way that you portray yourself. 30% las conexiones. Eso es lo que hay. Y más en las conexiones aquí locales, donde yo puedo decir que no tengo tantas conexiones. Sí sé de otras personas que tienen esas conexiones, pero even that, like, es un desmadre, es un ping, es... Está cabrón, porque yo sé que aquí tengo muchas, muchas amistades bien talentosas que yo quisiera que ese shot le dieran y por lo menos una exposure no es... Tampoco eso es la gran jodienda, porque obviamente no voy a... Son cabrones. Tampoco, oye, like, a los gustos los colores y, 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 yo, y, y yo quiero que ellos tengan ese re reconocimiento. Pero está cabrón. Que, que no queden a otra persona, de o, o sea, otro artista que no es parte de tu género donde tú estás. Decir, ah, ¿qué, ¿por qué él? Sea la madre. Si él mate lo mismo, da hecho otra sea la madre, este cabrón. Y pues, yo me quedo en este punto donde, para mí la música, como bien me dijo mi profesor de, de guitarra, Antonio Caraballo, la música es un lenguaje. Yo quiero hacer música. Ya yo dejé de ser un... Un rockerito que quiere tocar power chords y... Y ya, eso se supone que me dé chavo, pero... No, ahora mismo... Ahora mismo yo quiero expandir mi conocimiento, expandir... Mi musicalidad. Porque mi afán es ser músico. Donde el centro mío... Es crear, crear arte. Y mis amistades artísticas que me escuchan, nosotros podemos, nosotros tenemos el arte, el conocimiento y la motivación y, el, y ese drive de hacer lo que nos dé la jodida gana. Y hacerlo de una manera donde es genuina a tú mismo. Tampoco no es para ponerte, no quiero decir sala, pero quiero decir de una manera no genuina. No, no seas alguien que tú pretendes hacer para que tú te des el guía, ¿no? Sé tú, sé, sé único. Y si 10 personas te siguen a fuego. Este podcast, yo no estoy procurando de, de aquí al año tener 10.000 followers. Tenemos 53 en Instagram, tenemos como 15 en Twitter, 20 y pico en, en Facebook. O sea, no tenemos tanta gente, pero poco a poco. Y yo creo que este venue que yo estoy teniendo con OJ en hacer el, este podcast con él se basa en que yo quiero crear, yo quiero ¿verdad? hacer algo creativo. Y si, y si haciendo podcast es otro venue que se puede hacer y, y yo tenga la motivación y tenga, pues, tiempo, obviamente, de hacerlo, pues, lo voy a hacer. Um, antes, me antes yo pensaba que me impedía cómo yo poner este podcast y diálogo, like, how do, you, how do you do that? Porque 
sabes, en la radio, pues tú vas a una emisora, and then you, o sea, otra cosa, like it's just a business. So, how does the podcasting business work? Y, you know, me di la tarea, supe cómo hacerlo, y gracias a Dios, pues, tenemos nuestro podcast y poco a poco estamos poniendo contenido, so, that's cool. But, listen, I don't know how this is going to go, but I'm confident that um, I'll continue to do it with the little fans that I have. Shout out to you all. Then, that's it. As long as I'm content with making content, with making what I want to do, that to me is the best feeling. So that goes from me doing the, this podcast and me doing music. Five people can can adore it. Wow, Luigi, kick out on Tejero, keep it up. Thank you. I'll I'll keep that uh, in mind. I appreciate those people who 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 listen to my shit, and I'm going to continue making that to those five people. Because who knows if those five people turns into ten, turns into twenty, turns into two hundred. And I get the connections. And I build up. So the process has to be has to be fucking hard. That's the fucking point. But we cannot knock ourselves down and be, oh, but that's not the person that I wanted there. Why is he like famous and not me? Oh, stop with the hating, man. Listen, you may disagree. You may not like, again, you may not like the genre. I'm not here speeding that everything. We have to like everything. Every, every reggaeton nigga has to, has to like us and in return them. Like, it's not that. It's, it's, it's just respect. It's just, listen, your success, that's cool. That's great. I hope you do well because at, at the end of the day, I want success for all people out there. Those who I don't know, those who I, those who I do know, and in their own different ventures, I'll support that. They need more positivity, more, more. I want to say more motivation, but just knowing that you're not gonna be a bitch and petty, that that's not you and a choli, or that's not you in the Super Bowl. The fact of the matter is that person is doing good. That music is still alive. That the art is there. People appreciate art. Look at that. Holy shit. There's there's merit. There's nothing that there's nothing in your head saying, fuck it up. You're not worth it. Art, fuck you. You're not artistic. That's not you. No. Someone out there with the same nationality or the same background, you can see them and be like, hey, I could do that. Fuck yeah. And just drive. You need to have that drive. You need to have that motivation. You need to believe in your art. And listen, this is coming from someone that at times does not believe that most of the shit that I do is good. And I have my doubts and I have my, my, my fears and shit like that, but I do it. I do it. And this year in particular where Is the end is gonna is the world gonna end at this point? Because holy shit, it's been almost it's been four months completo. Shit's been going down. But damn it, I still want to keep doing this. Four years ago, 
I made the decision to study music, to do music, to live music. And I'm not stopping anytime soon. So this little rant, this little speech, uh, hope you take it to heart. Um, I think I'll end it here. <laughs> I don't know what else to say <laughs> with this. So, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone who, who's been listening to our podcast up until this point. Coronavirus is a bitch. Uh, I know that these next episodes, we don't know when. But uh, I really do appreciate the, the people that have been listening to us as of now. And uh, although we had this little setback, we are very committed to do more so distant future so from oj who's not here i'm luis thank you everybody so much for listening and i'll see you in the next one <laughs>